you know, we got a chance to, to go out and play the 2021 team the best we possibly can. I think our coaches have put us in a great position to be successful. You know, our, our, our personnel department, Jason's done a great job. And we got a lot of continuity, got a lot of things to build on, a lot more experience together. So that's really all you can ask for as players is to be in the position that we're in. I just like us to go out and take advantage of that. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. That was Tom Brady as the defending Super Bowl champs host the Dallas Cowboys tonight. I am so excited. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. I'm Aaron Hawksworth with Joe Gillio and Joe Ostrowski. It's NFL opening night, Cowboys, Bucks in Tampa, Cowboys Eight and a half point underdogs. The total is at 51 and a half points. We are going to look at every angle. And Joe G, I believe you said you like the over. Is that where we should start? I Well, I do. 51 and a half, the number on FanDuel Sportsbook. I do like the over. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how the Cowboys, and, and look, their defense might be able to figure it out as the year goes on and be better. I mean, they, they can't be worse. They were last year. That was historically bad. So I think they'll improve as the year goes on. And Dan Quinn, I mean, has to make some sort of difference, but I, week one with very little preseason action and very little time to gel counting on a rookie linebacker against, I mean, the, the bucks are a well-oiled machine. Like they're the same team that we watched them end the season with. I don't know how they keep the, the Tampa Bay off the, off the scoreboard. I mean, I, I expect Tampa in the upper twenties or the thirties tonight. So, you know, I, I start with that, and I, I feel like this could be an over. Mm, I'm not sure about that one. And the, the books agree with you there because the team total for the Bucks is 30 and a half, and I really have no argument. Like, I look at this offseason, okay, you bring in defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Are they going to be humming from the start? I would think not. Uh, what did you do to improve your personnel on defense? A lot of the issues with the Cowboys overall are on the health of the offensive line, the health of the quarterback. But what did you do to get better on defense? You drafted Micah Parsons. You used all, a bunch of your picks on defensive players. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do when you're the worst defense in the NFL, when you're one of the bottom feeders. You change defensive coordinator. Like, we're expecting Parsons to come in and just dominate every single game. Like, like they, they were just so far up against it, they really couldn't do much. So I'm with you on that point, but... You need Dak to get into the 20s if you want to get to that over, probably. That's my issue there. What's Dak going to look like? Uh, the part that seems to be underreported to me is it kind of feels like we forgot how dominant this Bucks defense is. Every storyline is about all the weapons they have on offense. It's about Tom Brady, and it, a lot of it should be. But let's not forget, this was a top-five defense all year and what they did to Pat Mahomes the last time they laced him up in the Super Bowl. Not well, to mention Zach Martin out as well. So, I right. mean, they're going to be getting after Dak Prescott. Well, they should be. I mean, that, you Joe just mentioned that, the Super Bowl. I mean, that was – you talk about the best pass rushes we've ever seen in a Super Bowl, like just wrecking a game. I mean, the, the yeah. only thing that I could compare to it recently would be what the Giants did to Brady, the undefeated Giant, the undefeated Patriots. Giants beat them in 2007. Like, they, the Giants' defensive line wrecked that game. The Bucks' defensive line wrecks the game. It's a worry. Here's the way I, I, I could feel it playing out, though. Are the Bucks going to have their foot on the gas if they're up in this game, 30 to 10 in the in the third quarter, 31 13 in the third quarter? I, I I don't know. Like I feel like that's where the Cowboys could put their points in. I don't think this. Is but that's that's course. what scares me. Maybe they relax a little bit and they're not going to get 52 points. You know, 
Oh, the Bucks. You're saying? I mean, the Bucks defense relaxes a little bit. Cowboys oh, get gotcha. twenty, and then you know we're we're at around the 50, 51, 52 mark. Uh, look, yeah. I don't think this is going to fly over, but I, I do. I could see it going over. Bottom line is, I I think we read the game similarly. That I don't know how. I don't know what I'm getting out of the Cowboys offense tonight. Like that's the one element to this. I I think they're going to throw it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think if Dak feels good, that's the only way they're going to win this game. Like I can't see the Zeke running twenty five times, but I don't know. Like. McCarthy year two, are we expecting a, a jump? What? Cowboys? Okay, so good coaches, and not say McCarthy is one, but good coaches are going to attack the opponent's weakness. What is the Bucks' weakness? Well, we got to run the ball on them. Can't throw it. I mean, they stopped the run. <laughs> I guess if you're going to do one thing, what, I guess you protect Dak. So maybe we will see more Zeke yeah. tonight? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a feel for how Dallas is going to play the game. I mean, it could be they're down, they have to throw, and then it just that, you know, styles make fights. But I don't know. First, the Cowboys get the ball first. You think they're coming out throwing? I do. Yes, they have to, right? If you if you want a chance at beating, beating the Bucks, what do you have to do? You have to get points on the board. You have to get to right. at least, I don't know, 27, 28. That's the expectation at the very least. Like, it's got to be a shootout. Some would say run the ball. Good luck. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense against the run, number one DVOA. Uh, 3.6 yards per rush against the run last year. Have fun with that. Number three in pressure rate all season with Todd Bowles sending them. I mean, I <laughs> th- that's kind of my overall point. While, you know, we don't see repeat champions, what is the Bucks' weakness? What do you do to this team? So how are you going to play this, Joe O? We were talking about possibly the backdoor cover in this game. Yeah. You know, the more and more I'm talking uh, myself through this, I'm thinking that <laughs> t- a team total 20 and a half isn't a bad look under under Dallas 20 and a half. Uh, if I play the total, I, I would go under 51 and a half. What I've found interesting is uh, back when this opened, it was six and a half quickly shot up to seven and a half. And now we're sitting here the day of the game and it's eight and a half. That's going to I think it's going to nine tonight. I think it'll get to nine yeah. before it gets kickoff just because people are going to play teasers. And so then they have to deal with minus three instead of minus two and a half. But um, I, <laughs> I can't make a case for the Cowboys. And we, which, which Dak are we going to get? If we get the Dak that we got in the first month of last season, I'm all over the plus eight and a half. Give me Dallas all day. They're going to give the up over. a lot of points and, and the, the over. over and the over. In those five games that he did play, they hit the over in four of five against them. But they were 0-5 against the spread. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I have a tough time making a case for Dallas, but I also don't want to lay eight and a half uh, with, with the rating champs coming in at home. I, I do think they're going to put it, put it on them, but uh, I would lean under for this game. We'll get to the props later on, but, man, I'm just – we might see a repeat performance from the Cowboys offense that we saw out of the Chiefs offense in the Super Bowl. And if you're, if you're Todd Bowles, what's your plan of attack? Aren't you getting after Dak? Let, let's get him on the move. Let's see how mobile he is. And then he was dealing with another injury during camp, too. I'm getting after it. Yeah, I would, too. And I, I'd be fascinated to see what, how Dak plays, right? Because, you know, Dak is a pocket passer. He's a mobile pocket passer. But he's not a guy that's going to run for 40, 50, 60 yards to start. That's not who Dak Prescott's really ever been in the NFL. But he's also not afraid to run when there's a lane there. He will take that 16-yard first down slide over the middle. I wonder if Dak's doing that tonight. 
I wonder if Dak is going to get rid of the football, just live to die another down. Like, that injury was gruesome last year. And then you have the shoulder on top of it. Uh, you know, and we'll do props later, but I, I already yeah. have started to think about Ezekiel Elliott with some cats out of the back. I just feel like, don't you think the game plan for Dak is get rid of that ball? Get that ball out of his hands. Like, tonight yes. cannot be a night for McCarthy and him to sit back there and just get teed off on. Like, that, they can't ruin their season tonight. Well, not only because of the opponent, Joe G, but also Zach Martin. Let's go back mm-hmm. to that. We, we don't want to go nuts about a guard, but he's arguably the best guard in the game, or he's one of the best guards in the game. So now what was a strength, because everybody's back, you look at the interior of that offensive line, it's not too great. It's not too great when you don't have Zach Martin. So where's that push going to come from Tampa Bay? Oh, I don't know. Maybe right up the gut, you know? So you're you're right. You know, <laughs> Sam, people make fun of Sam Donaldson and goes, I think Dak's going to want to get rid of the ball as quickly as possible. He just wants to stay upright. Yeah, and it's just amazing we're here again with Tom Brady hosting one of these kickoff games after a Super Bowl. It's just, like, I was, I was, I saw Tom Brady on NFL Network last night, and I looked at him, I was like, there's, there's no way that guy's actually 44 years old. It's unbelievable, Aaron, how Tom Brady just like we we've gone to a point now where it's absurd how he defies everything about aging. I mean, all the guy does is play and win and play and win and get better and, and like he's better mm-hmm. now than he was when he was twenty five. It's crazy. Now, three hundredth career start tonight. He's forty. Well, every time I hear it, I'm like, wait, is that right? He's forty four. Like, what do we? And, the expectation is they're going to be better this year at the start of the season because they were terrific in the second half. They're great at home. They've won their last five games at home. Um, yeah, it's like – it's not normal. It's not normal. You just got to re- rethink the way uh, we normally believe things to be. I mean, they're one of the oldest teams. What are they, 30 – like the age is like 30th yeah. in the NFL. The other old teams are terrible, like the Bears right. and Texans. But the Bucks are unbelievable. Yeah, I just feel like I just wonder at some point is, is Brady going to make this not fun anymore? Like not watching him, he's not, it's always fun watching. Him. But like, there's it's not going to even be fun twenty years from now. Like, oh, could Patrick Mahomes be as close to as good as Tom Brady? No, I mean he can't. It's Tom Brady's seven Super Bowls, seven. It's insane. Yeah. He's got to be excited too that it's now a seventeen game season because his numbers are just going to be ridiculous. Of course. I mean, it's he the records he's going to have. I mean, he's going to be untouchable. Um, but is anybody on the panel down for laying eight and a half with Tampa Bay as much as we're like, no. here's no. reason 10, 11, <laughs> 76 that you should be taking the Bucks tonight or why they're going to win. But none of us are saying lay the eight and a half. Bucks win. I like the over, but I, I, I can't go eight and a half. Like if that number stayed at six and a half, seven, I'd be on it. But that it's, you know, we had Mike Lombardi on the day and he's right. That number, the number it sits at now. It's it's there for a backdoor Dallas touchdown at the end, and you're like, ah, oh. I mean, like Tampa, twenty-eight twenty, right? Tampa had this the whole game, you know, thirty twenty-two, whatever, right? Like Tampa had it the entire game, then boom, right at the end, there is a touchdown, Ceedee Lamb with two minutes to go, and it's like you just lost on that. That so I, I so we're all staying away, or are we taking? Are we let? Would you lay it with Tampa? I'm staying no. away. Um, I mean, we are going to talk about teasers later in the show, and maybe that's the way to go. Um, But for me, I'm going to enjoy this game tonight, but I am staying away. Any chance that this game's decided in the final two minutes? I'd be surprised. I would be shocked as well. Fourth quarter? (laughs) 
it could be it could be Tampa up ten early fourth, fourth quarter. Right, like it, yeah. it's the game. You, you you're not turning it off, but you you assume Tampa's got it. So I thought this was interesting. I was looking at FanDuel Sportsbook at some of the different props they have. Uh, not player props, which we'll address later, but higher scoring half. Now, usually when you have a competitive game, the higher scoring half is always going to be the second half. It's been hitting uh, – Super Bowl is a little bit of a different scenario because teams start off slower typically. But second half hits. It's usually a pretty good bet. Uh, first scoring half, the first half is a minus 140 favorite. Interesting. So they're expe- it, it tells me that they're expecting a bit of a blowout. Like Tampa Bay jumps on their throat and just cruises to a victory, like you said, foot off the pedal in the second half a little bit. Yeah, and I do wonder if Arians is going to do that this year, right? It's a 17-game season. You just mentioned it, Joe. Older team. You know, they they got to think. They, had, they couldn't think big picture last year. They didn't gel until after Thanksgiving. Now they know what they are. They know who they are. I just... I wonder with Tampa in these games, and we'll start finding out tonight, but moving forward, like how we play them, if they're up mm-hmm. big, does uh, does Arians call the dogs off a little bit? How do we – well, that's what I'm considering right now. What do we, how do we feel about 30-and-a-half for a team total? My first feeling is over. but now They I'm, should now get I'm, to 31. I'm talking myself into Arians calling the dogs off in the fourth quarter, and it's like, ah, they're sitting at 29 or 28. That's why this one is so hard, isn't it? It's so hard to make a decision on which way to go. What about the uh, Bucks team total in the first half, over 15 and a half? Over. Oh, I like that. I go over on that one. Any worries about the typical uh, reigning champs, celebration before the game, slow start? I mean, not for me, not in this specific situation. Not against this defense. Yeah. Not yeah, against his defense, not with Tom Brady and the 80 weapons that he has on the outside. If the, the Bucs, because you know, they never won anything ever before last year. If, it was, if they had a different quarterback, I might worry about it. Like, hangover, right. out of nowhere, the Bucs, really. But it's Tom Brady. He's not letting that happen. It's just, like, he'll, they'll be focused tonight. I just I don't know what I'm getting out of Dallas. I, I am actually more intrigued to watch Dallas tonight than Tampa. I, I know what Tampa is. Like, they're, they're the best team, and they're really good. Cool. Are we going to learn a lot about Dallas. Dallas? Are we going to learn a lot? Well, I think we'll learn about Dak. I don't. We'll, I guess. I think we'll yeah. get a sense what Dak looks like. I know that's. I feel, that's I feel bad for Dak going up against that Bucks defense, his offensive line. Oh, it is. This is not the way I'd want to start the season. Their that's next game, not. by the way, their next game is against the Chargers next week at the Chargers. Dallas has got a brutal first couple weeks here. And the crazy uh, thing is, like national media always talks about how like it's every time you turn on the TV, it's always about Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you can't escape it. And it's like, we put them on this pedestal, but they're not that good. I, it's they, like, they disappoint every single year. Like, yes. Give me that under nine and a half wins. I'm all about that. And it starts tonight. You know, it, it's interesting that we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about survivor and this is the highest point spread of the week. And nobody's talking about taking the bucks. Hmm. All right, coming up next, TB12 is 12-1 to to win his sixth MVP. We'll look at all of our NFL MVP bets next. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on the BetQL Network. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. We're back with the Joes right after this. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.